The Soccer FM podcast is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw in association with pieandbovril.com. Welcome to Scotland's Funniest Football Podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. This is Soccer FM, and coming up on this week's show, we'll be taking a look back at all the weekend's action. We'll be talking footballers on Facebook. Where are they now again after Christian Daly last week? And we'll be catching up with Paraguay's favourite team, Saudi America, as well. First of all, before we get started, obviously last week was the first episode we did of this, the first podcast we did. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for everyone who got in touch, everyone who tweeted us and all the comments on Pie and Bovril as well, because uh, we do have our own wee sub-forum on uh, Pie and Bovril, don't we? Yeah. If you've noticed. It's, it's, I feel like a big deal now, it's good. Yes, yes, uh, and quite a lot of people, thanks to all the people who listened as well. Uh, I do have a correction or two to make though, so it turns out that I'm a liar and an exaggerator. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks to D.A. Barakas, which is a tremendous name, yeah. uh, who pointed this out on Pie and Bovril. Uh, I told a story right at the end of the podcast last week about Dunfermline playing in Europe against B.K. Hecken, right? Now, I said that we got beat 2-0. It was actually 1-0. Uh, and I also said that we took about 3,000 fans um, and we took about 1,000. So and, I'm a liar and an exaggerator. And D.A. Barakas would have known that because he definitely didn't fly there, so he would have spent ages <laughs> getting the boat over there. <laughs> Counting the numerous Confirmer yes. fans. What a pedantic bastard. I know, I know, unbelievable. <laughs> also, so what was the score of the home leg? Did you draw? Uh, it was 1-1. One, one. Right, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, it might have been. I mean, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It was 7-all in the first <laughs> match, actually. If you do spot anything like that, then please do tell us. Yeah. Because we can name and shame you the following week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and listen, I, I must admit, I do, I do sort of uh, exaggerate and get carried away sometimes, especially uh, to the 4 million people who listened to last week's podcast <laughs> as well. So thank you very much to all of you guys as well. So that was great. Uh, let's, first of all, start by taking a wee look back over the weekend's action. Is there anything that's jumping out at you, Ray, that's happened over the past couple of days? It's a weird weekend because, obviously, I'm a Party Thistle fan. We got a game uh, postponed so Celtic could go play uh, oh, against Inter Milan I thought it was Partick Thistle that were playing Inter Milan oh, no. that's what it was you always right. get them confused that's what uh, and then Brendan Rodgers has openly come out and said he didn't want to do that Yeah. and he took uh, a Celtic team over to Limerick to play do you know who was captain yesterday? I've no idea he left so many people at home I'll, g- I'll give you three guesses for Celtic captain yesterday was it uh, O'Connell? no nope. uh, was it McGregor? no nope. Was it, was it a young Scottish guy? No. No. Okay, right. so wait, 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 all wait. of those players you left... So ne- was it Sidi Yanko or something? <laughs> no, neither of uh, McGregor or O'Connell were taken over. Right. And the captain was Nadia Chifchi. Oh, my God. Which shows <laughs> the level of disrespect you're showing Inter Milan. Genuinely thought he'd left. Yeah. Genuinely thought he'd left. <laughs> Didn't even know he was still there. Uh, but so, yeah, so we had a free weekend. So, of the weekend's results, I mean, Rangers top of the league now. Yep. Uh, played two... Unbeaten, mm-hmm. yeah, in the new league, uh, uh, two cracking goals they scored actually yesterday. Uh, horrible defending for the first one, uh, but the second one was a great finish by Kenny Miller. Just yeah. left foot right how, the top. How corner. is Kenny Miller still alive? I don't know. He must be what eighty six now. I or think something? they plug him into something. Yeah, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's always got that orange colour. That's think, what it is. I, I generally think the only reason Nicky Clark was at Rangers for three seasons was so Kenny Miller could steal his youth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
That's the only reason that transfer makes Kenny sense. Kenny Miller, the youth catcher. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Are Aberdeen ever going to score again no. or concede again? No. <laughs> so Derek McInnes way. Oh, no, no again. It's it's one of the hobbies. It, it was. I mean, it's not a. It's not been a very exciting start to the season. No, no St. Johnson. No, no Hearts yesterday. I guess it was quite a tough start to the season as well. Though. Yeah, they, I know they've got strikers out injured and stuff like that, and they've brought in. Uh, new strikers like uh, Stockley and Burns and stuff like that. They seem to be all right, but they don't seem to be clicking. Yeah, I mean Stockley's a unit as well. Oh, he's huge. Yeah, the guy, the guy's an absolute beast. Um, so yeah, no one for Aberdeen yesterday. Hearts again, still haven't won a game. Still not won four. Yeah, they and one of those. If you include those games, one was against a team from Malta. Yeah, I mean, obviously that was slightly uh, embarrassing going out to that Maltese team, that Burkhar Kara. Uh, but on better news, Kilmarnock actually won a game. Yeah, which had them down as the uh, opposites of the Arsenal Invincible team. Yep. 38 yep. games, a win all season. <laughs> I was actually praying that. Uh, Lee Clark. Managerial I, genius, Lee Clark. It just doesn't make sense, Lee Clark. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Well, Hamilton and Kelly are kind of the two teams that I thought might struggle. Hamilton played well against Rangers last week. Uh, Massimo Donati still there. Do you know Massimo Donati's got a Celtic tattoo? <laughs> yes, I did. See, I, I, I found out yesterday. I, uh, they basically, when they were interviewing him on Sky Sports News, when he was... Uh, sort of been unveiled as a Hamilton player they were like oh but what about Celtic and <laughs> asking him lots of questions about Celtic and he was like well actually I've got a Celtic tattoo and it's right on his like sort of heart is like, it? on his breast yeah so oh. a breastplate it was uh, there for what two seasons? yeah um, maybe Aye, two three seasons maybe yeah I think so Not... you've worked at Capital what three years? Uh, f- coming up five years is it? yes well you get your tattoos eh? Uh, no, no. <laughs> 95 no ta- no to 106 just, just tattooed just a- on your penis <laughs> <laughs> I just have a haggard look <laughs> that's my tattoo just a constant yeah. sense of tiredness that's what I have but yeah talking to teams that are struggling um, Dundee United they pumped us midweek they pumped yeah. Thistle 3-1 uh, midweek suppose it was a shocking display from the Jags and then they go it's one of those lacking consistency because they drew last week at uh, home Against who was it they played last week against at home? Queen it of the South. Queen of the South, yeah. And then this week away losing to Dumbarton. I know. Dumbarton. We played Dumbarton last week, Dunfermline, and no exaggeration, could have been double figures. Like I mean, honestly, could have been double figures. And I couldn't believe the gap between uh, Dunfermline and Dumbarton last week. Maybe it was just a shocking display by them. Uh, they were horrible at the back, but that was a great result for Dumbarton yeah. beating Dundee United. And, uh, there. A penalty. So that's they've got three penalties in their first two games. Same guy scored them. Yeah, Mark, Mark Doherty. Doherty. Yeah, so. penalty machine. I know, I know. And then let's finally get round to your team, the Mighty Pars. Yeah, uh, you were at the game yesterday, weren't you? I was. Yeah, it was the uh, biggest crowd in Scotland yesterday. Yeah, fifteen or sixteen thousand. Sixteen thousand. Yeah, which is great. Uh, big Hibs support. Big Dunfermline support as well. Uh, obviously it's just across the across the bridge and uh, we, we played quite well second half especially Hibs probably deserved to win over the piece I would say um, a and draw wouldn't have been that unfair but I guess Hibs sort of battered us a wee bit the first half and some absolute shockers from your team's defending I believe yeah. Callum for Dice especially with the second goal I know I know it was because he'd played so well and it was his first game back he'd been he's been out for a year uh, with a sort year? Of, yeah he did his ankle last year uh, against Ayr and this was his first top team uh, appearance since then and he was fantastic right into, up until the ball got crossed in the box in about what the 83rd minute and instead of clearing it he just sort of fresh air swiped it hit off his standing leg and it just fell to Jason Cummins who hit it in the net so yeah that was that was. How did, how did Cummings look in the flesh? He wasn't the best player on the pitch by, by any stretch John McGinn was outstanding Yeah it's amazing how Hibs have managed to keep John McGinn 
Yeah, he is... Scotland captain in the last kind of six months as well. He's far too good to be playing in the Championship. I thought he was outstanding yesterday. That was a, a real sort of central midfield display he put on. And was it odd seeing Grant Holt play against him, Fairman? Yeah. <laughs> he he had a bit of a nightmare, I thought. He didn't play very well There's one of those signings. You read it and you read it again. Yeah. Like, really? Grant yeah. Holt? I know, I know. It's, uh, but you can see why he's now playing in the in the championship yeah because <laughs> uh, he, he didn't have a great game at all he actually got taken off and they brought on Martin Boyle and uh, McGeoch and yeah. that, that made a wee bit of a difference and that sort of pushed them on game the line the end, yeah. Um, but yeah so disappointing but you know onwards big five derby next week we'll talk about that oh, later I'm on I'm excited uh, Aloha are absolutely romping league one 5-1 up at half time unbelievable 5-1 up at half time just knocking against uh, my probably second team Stranraer yeah. um, Craig Malcolm local boy scoring the first and the second goal for Stranraer who is uh, his dad's a local potato farmer oh really yeah. <laughs> so Malcolm dad, potatoes <laughs> yeah so my dad absolutely worships him just because yeah. of potatoes um, <laughs> but yeah 5 one Alice so that's them unbeaten in 7 in the League Cup yeah they've just had an absolute storm in start but Good win in midfield, just booting folk, and then <laughs> Greg Spence up front scoring a few goals yeah. as well. He's dangerous at that level. I remember Jim Goodwin. I remember seeing him playing against Thistle. We do now now. Sit around away maybe a couple of seasons ago, and in the middle of the park, he he was amazing. He broke everything up, and he, I think he's one of those guys that I think if he's in your team, you absolutely love him. Yeah. And opposition absolutely hate him. If Dunfermline ever had a player like that, like you all loved, we signed Ian Ferguson from Rangers. Oh. <laughs> Fair. So yes, yes we have Again, another uh, fantastic result for Aloha uh, In League 2 though This is a developing story Which could be uh, outstandingly bad And it, it's even better for you Yeah, I mean I, I don't have any sort of personal gripe against Cowdenbeath To be perfectly honest with you That's um, an amazing sentence to say I don't have a personal gripe against Cowdenbeath yeah. <laughs> As if so many people do You're ruling yourself out uh, On course for a third successive relegation Which must be some sort of record Free falling, they're the yeah. Scottish Portsmouth, yeah. Except they've never had Ben Janney, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, no. Think about County B two seasons ago when they were in the championship, their strike force was Hemmings and Greg Stewart, who've yep. been sold in the last week for a combined £750,000. Yep. And County B probably got nothing for them, I would I would imagine. I'd so imagine both of them are free, they've just been free falling. So soon they'll be going into the where would they fall into the Northern League or the Lowland League? Probably the Lowland League. Eventually, then... I bet you by the time me and you have kids, our kids <laughs> under 10s will be playing cow and beef. Yeah. <laughs> you just see Jimmy Nickel crying on a touchline. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got to remember though, when you said they were in the championship a couple of seasons ago, they did get beat 10 0. <laughs> by hearts, remember that? <laughs> yeah. They got beat 10 0. So. Still, was it 11? I mean, the writing was on the wall there, uh, I would say. I'd so. say as well, one of the things, that, uh, one of the transfers, because there's been a few comings and goings this week, and one of the oddest ones I've seen. So Dundee, you've obviously lost. Um, Hemmings and Stewart but also Gary Harkins has left so he has and yeah. he's, he's gone to air has he actually signed for he's air signed for air he made his debut yesterday in a comfortable 4-1 uh, loss <laughs> to <laughs> Queen of the South I, uh, I'm a big fan of Gary Harkins I he's, think he's great on Twitter is he's he? absolutely great on Twitter is he? he bams up Sean Dillon all the time <laughs> back and forth Sean Dillon's first tweet the other day was after Harkins has signed for air it was just, I can see air getting relegated this <laughs> straight away. <laughs> Led to about three minutes after the tweet. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's a decent player. He's maybe obviously coming towards the twilight of his... He's only 31. Is he? Yeah. Oh my God, Gary Harkins has looked about 47 since he was about 23. As if me and you can chat about this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Both sort of haggard souls here. But yeah, <laughs> so uh, bad news for Cowdenbeath. We'll end on a sort of better note. Elgin are top of the league and yeah. uh, doing very well. Beat, two two beat, wins out of two. Yeah, beat Edinburgh City yesterday. Edinburgh yep. City still not to get a win. Yep. 
Do you think the step up from the lowland leagues to I was going to say professional club, but kind of yeah. the official league. Do you think that is a huge step? I think maybe from some of the lowland leagues, you probably find that teams like junior teams, uh, like Auchinleck, yeah. and maybe even some of the teams in the east, like Kelty or yeah. uh, Lithgow or Bonnyrigg, they would probably hold their own. I would say in League Two, um, but obviously they they don't have to. There's all the chat about. You know, they don't have the same regulations to apply to and all the rest yeah. of it, and you can pay people cash. And you can play in a tag. And yeah, like... exactly. Yeah, you can, you can do lots of things in the junior <laughs> leagues that you can do in the professional <laughs> leagues, so that, that would might even it out a wee bit. But, yeah, I think uh, it must be a wee bit of a step up because Edinburgh were sort of perennial winners of that yeah. league, were they not? Yeah, And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they seem to be struggling a wee bit, but long way to go, only two two yeah. games in. And just as we were saying, <laughs> Cowden Beath are free-falling, they've only played two games. So, <laughs> along, okay. uh, well, to be fair, they've played a combined 78 games and well, still free-falling. Yeah, well, true, that that is true. This is Soccer FM with me, Stephen Mill, and Ray Bradshaw. Where are they now? We opened this last week with Christian Daly, uh, and it sounded a wee bit like this. Cheeks. I think it was a lot of... Cheeks. Christian! <laughs> Christian! That was Bertie Volks just dobbing Christian yeah. Daly in live on TV. <laughs> uh, obviously, we found out he was an athletics coach. Uh, yeah. You brought that uh, to me last week. And over the course of the week, lots of people have been in touch at Stephen Mill and at Comedy Ray on Twitter. Uh, big thanks to Alex Marr, who tweeted me. Uh, he was wondering where. And by the way, this name I hadn't heard for years. Yeah, see, when I saw it, it made me laugh. It yeah. genuinely made me laugh. It did make me laugh. Because but... if we're going to get uh, suggestions from other people, that uh, is it Alex that suggested this? It, this was Alex, He yeah. has set a bar very high and niche. <laughs> he certainly has. Because he, he, actually, he gave me he gave me two suggestions. Oh, did he? he? Two okay. Suggestions. The other one was Stuart Duff, right? Former Dundee United and Aberdeen midfielder. Yeah. But I know where he is because I heard him on the radio the other and day. And where, where is Stuart Duff? Uh, he is just doing punditry for BBC Radio Scotland, as far as I'm aware. Stuart went to play abroad, didn't he? He played in Kazakhstan, yeah. As you do. As you do. He was probably in a fortune, yeah. more for loss. So, he suggested Stuart Duff, but the other one, and the one that we're going to talk about this week, is a former Dundee United defender, Christian Calvinez. Amazing. Absolutely I mean, amazing. Where you pluck that name from, Alex, I don't know. It's one of those... Because sometimes if football fans have personal affiliations to players, because is he a Dundee United fan? He must be if he suggests Stuart yeah, Duff yeah, as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm assuming he's a Dundee United fan. I did look heavily through his Twitter. Did you? Uh, and uh, it suggested that he was, but that okay. was a little bit stalkerish. Yeah, I was going to say, what else did it suggest? <laughs> uh, it suggested that me and Alex are going to be together forever, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Christian Calvinez. Uh, Ray, tell us about him. Well, Christian Calvinez, if you don't know him, he played in <laughs> for if you don't know him sorry you don't know um, <laughs> yeah. he only played in Scotland for a couple of seasons right okay and he was at because my main memory of him was he scored against Rangers for Dundee United so he played for Dundee United for two seasons he scored in his, against Rangers that turned out to be his debut okay scored so you're thinking great guy left back Norwegian Norwegian yes he was um, from Bergen played for uh, Bran he got into the PFA team of the year Wow. A left back. Wow. Okay. In uh, 2007. And then afterwards, <laughs> he did the absolute classic. Sorry, Dundee United, but I'm a bit homesick. I'm going to go back and live closer to my family. They're still in Norway. So, And then he signed for Burnley. Okay. Which yeah. is obviously yeah, actually listen. further away. Yeah, the, from... the attraction of Lancashire is just, yeah. uh, just far it's too Championship good. Burnley as well. So he yeah. was part of the Coyle side that got promoted. Okay. And uh, scored one goal, and I was I was reading up on him, and it was beautiful because someone who's done his Wikipedia page is obviously a big football fan, and he scored the crucial goal, 
on a cold, wet Tuesday night at Blackpool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, it's what dreams are made of. Yeah. And he went back to Brand. So he played for Bran uh, three times in his career. And the first two times he was there, he played for a combined five years and made a total of 12 appearances. Wow. And he kept going back. He'd been bitten by the Bran bug. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Bran bug sounds like yeah. an amazing film. Yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> and then uh, he's... So I was trying to see where he is now. And by all rounds, Christian Cavanaugh is all round good guy. Yeah. All round good you, guy. You mentioned this off air. You said, uh, oh, Christian Cavanaugh is a great guy. You know? Yeah. Okay. I know, know him personally. Good, close personal friend. Alan yeah. McAnally style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's an active member of the campaign against bullying in Norwegian schools. Well, that's a very honourable thing. Yeah, because I'm going to presume he was at Dundee United and got bullied. Yeah, yeah. He now works as a marketing manager, so he's left football. But when uh, when I was reading up on him, it seems like when he was doing football, he was pursuing an active career elsewhere. So he went to uni and stuff like that. Yeah. And he's currently a marketing manager for Chess Communications. So, so like that the actual game chess. Uh, no, I think that's just the name of the company. Oh, right, absolutely. I'm you... sorry, Gary Kasparov. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just best pals. Best pals, yeah. Kasparov and Calvinez. What yeah. a dream team, man. <laughs> so that's where he is now. So during a spell at uh, Burnley and Dundee United, he often went to colleges and universities nearby oh to God. preach the importance of an academic career. That's very... Like, you wouldn't get a Scottish player doing that. Like no. I, I think that's... A, a foreign player who's come over here and thought I need to educate these people <laughs> and he's gone out into the community yeah. and basically done community service while he's, he was he's, in Dundee. he's probably walked into Dundee United changing room well Stuart Duff has announced he's signing for Kazakhstan while he's googling where Kazakhstan is <laughs> and thinking we need to educate these people definitely yeah well I mean what a guy Christian Calvin is all round great guy yeah absolutely um, so thank you to Alex for suggesting that that was uh, Christian Calvin is where are they now we'll be doing another one next week if you do want to get in touch with your suggestions and obviously it's at Comedy Ray on Twitter and also at Stephen Mill if you want to get a hold of me as well uh, so please keep them coming in and it could be yours uh, that's spoken about next week and we can discover something brilliant about a player that you used to love this is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and last week we went around the world didn't we yeah and we picked a team from Paraguay sold to America I just thought that it needed a wee jingle. It's time for Soccer FM's Teams Around the World. At this moment in time, we have our tops off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, At this week, moment in time, we have our trousers off. Yeah. <laughs> so, we did pick Solda America from Paraguay last week. Uh, we honoured and we promised to follow all the results throughout the week. Uh, and we will pick another uh, team in the next few weeks but for now we're going to concentrate on Solda America yep. I hope everyone who's listened to the first podcast and is now listening to this is in uh, the same sort of frame of mind that we are that we take this very seriously <laughs> and we are diehard hardcore fans we are ultras we're Solda America ultras <laughs> um, but I don't know what their scores were this week Ray, so you'll have to tell <laughs> yeah. me I've just googled can you bring flares into Paraguay yeah <laughs> <laughs> dead up for this uh, so the America. So obviously we're recording on Sunday this week because I'm actually away this week. So we're recording on the Sunday. So the big game, the big league game, they're uh-huh. playing Olympia. That's at nine p.m. tonight. Oh. Like you said, been moved to the telly. But midweek they played against Wilsterman of Bolivia, and it was a home leg. We're going to be playing them away. So we drew one each, one each at home, which is quite a poor result, I think. Oh, is it a two-legged affair? Yeah, it's a two-legged. It's called Copa Sudamericana. Right. Uh, and we drew two each, and it's the most stereotypical. Um, South American game you can find both goal scorers were called Alvarez were they of yeah. course they were of course they were, they were. were and they we 14 actually... sendings off <laughs> <laughs> uh, well both goalies got books so right. well, <laughs> says well. a lot about the game yeah. but we um, 
We went 1-0 down. Went 1-0 down to G. Alvarez. I'm just going to call him Greg. Greg. So big Greg <laughs> uh, scored, for, uh, assisted by Chavez. Chavez. I know, beautifully stereotypical South American free-flowing yeah. football move. And it wasn't until the 81st minute, uh, our boy Alvarez, um, Eduardo Alvarez, equalised for Sol de America. That's his 14th goal in 20 games. He's on fire. He's a machine. He's, I've always said that about him. I've yeah, always said that. I've always, and he's undoubtedly going to sign for Benfica in two years, <laughs> play for them for a bit, and then go out possibly on loan to Celtic for a year, and then he'll go back to Paraguay. We'll probably say he wants to move closer to Paraguay and end up at Burnley. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, that's so what happens. Does. That's what happens, but so, he's some player that's... So yeah. one each, so that puts us... We're still top of the league. Obviously, we're playing Olympia tonight. But whilst they're in, in their current Bolivian table, they're actually sitting 10th. Oh, so that is a bad, bad result for the that mighty Sol de America. That is a great result, no. And obviously, if we go to play Bolivia away, La Paz, that's uh, one of the highest altitude football grounds in the world. So I, th- I think it is. I think. So the boys will be hitting the oxygen this week. Yeah, so exactly. So one what? each, not the best result, but the big game tonight, Olympia. First versus second. Yeah, first versus second, Olympia at home. Uh, only six games into the season, but already we've opened up a massive one-point gap. I think the this is one of the these are one of the games as well that uh, if you have a sort of betting account, <laughs> you'll be able to watch it. Yeah, nine o'clock tonight. So uh, just for the basis of uh, we don't encourage gambling, but just set up loads of different games, <laughs> and one of them will have the game on somewhere. <laughs> uh, so I know I'll be glued to it at nine o'clock. Tonight. I love the idea of tomorrow. Like uh, making the Scottish papers, the Daily Record running a story about a betting sting trying to corrupt a football game yeah. in Paraguay because of, <laughs> of one pound bets that have been put on this game. Yeah, so that's the game tonight, nine o'clock against Olympia, Solda America. So we will keep abreast of their results uh, over the next few weeks and hopefully we can propel them to the Paraguayan title. That would be a great first team to pick uh, and a great story uh, for us as well if we manage to, with our support, make them win the league. Yeah, and it would definitely be down to us, it wouldn't be down yeah. to any of them. It would 100% be down to us. And I like the idea of us becoming honorary members, maybe the mascot. Yeah. No, president. President, yeah. Yeah. This is how a military coup starts. <laughs> yeah, this is 100%. 100%. Imagine if we just went to Paraguay and took over the country. Yeah. Who who would you make your deputy? Faisal El Bakhtui. El Bakhtui. And I'll have yeah. Shilavert. Yeah. It'll be yeah. great. It'll be absolutely great. I think Shilavert would be more of a head, of a general of an army or something. He'd yeah. Be, he'd, he'd play dirty, wouldn't he? Oh, be, absolutely. Yes. He, he's a he's a, he's a a rogue. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's a rogue, Shilavert. So, uh, I mean, he took three kicks, the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a, a maverick. Well, This is Soccer FM with me, Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. Remember, you can always get us on Twitter, at Comedy Ray and at Stephen Mill as well. That was teams around the world. We'll keep up to date with Solda America over the coming weeks. But next, we're going to talk about footballers on Facebook. Now, this came into my head because last week, Ray, you told a story about how you regularly stalk Chris Dillon uh, on Facebook. And I always think there's something weird about seeing footballers on Facebook. Now, obviously... Footballers are human beings as well. Do you think they are? You forget that. Most yeah. of them. I mean, I think, you know, Wayne Rooney's a lizard. But <laughs> <laughs> a I, love the idea of, I love the idea of there being an advert in between Diagnosis Murder on whatever Sky Rubbish channel I'm watching. For just £3 a month, you can adopt a footballer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are humans too. They are humans too. And they do have Facebook like normal humans yeah. do. And uh, one of my favourite things is looking for footballers on Facebook. I'm Facebook friends with Scott Thompson. Okay. Who used to be Dunfermline captain, played with Dunfermline for 10 years. Got a, Is he at Stranraer now? Uh, no, no, no. He's retired now. He's been retired for quite a while. And speaking of which, like, sorry, what do they do now? He runs a production company. 
for what kind of productions? It's sort of corporate videos and stuff, I think. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think, he's, I think he's doing very well, Scott. So, well done you. But I'm friends with him on Facebook, and sometimes when he puts stuff up, other former yeah. football players will comment on it. Like Scott Wilson, who also played at Dunfermline, yeah. played at Rangers yeah. as well. I clicked on his page, and that led me to Michael Moles. <laughs> And all of a sudden, I found myself looking through Michael Moles' holiday pictures. <laughs> like, and I, I thought, what the hell am I doing? How's Mrs. Moles? Uh, Mrs. Moles is, she's still there. She's still kicking about. <laughs> she's still kicking about. Uh, yeah, unbelievably. And then through that, I found, like, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. Oh, that's good. Very good. He's back in Holland now. His family's settled there again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I ended up sort of just finding all of that sort of era of the Rangers team through Scott Wilson and Scott Thompson. Um, but you're friends with Chris Dillon does he have any sort of celebrity football well I'm friends with a few footballers on Twitter because I went through a phase of essentially what I told you about uh, so uh, Alex was a big fan of Christian Calvinez I was a massive fan of a Thistle player called Johnny Vinny Johnny Vinny who was an absolute cult classic we signed him from Ch- his football career <laughs> went Ren, Chelsea Partick Thistle Ayr Clyde Bank retired yeah so that was it so, and that's the guy if you're wondering it is uh, you say Annie but his name was Anus Ed and I amazing guy I, one of the best games of football I've ever seen was when we beat Livingston 5-2 and he was unbeatable I tried to do an overhead kick in his own box uh, his back went into spasm got stretched off and as the fans were chanting Annie he was waving like the queen from his stretcher <laughs> guy's a legend long story short I've become friends with him uh, found him on Facebook and stuff like that so I went through a phase and I was like well that was quite easy to find him become Facebook friends sent my message his wife cause sometimes comments stuff like Jean I think Ray loves you more than I do and that kind of stuff so I'm yeah. like sorry no I'm back off yeah. um, <laughs> but one of the Facebook friends that I have so I've got Quentin Jacobs who was a Thistle player okay. uh, Namibian international but one of the main ones I've got is uh, Jose Katongo Wow. So Facebook friends Jose Katongo. Of course his son's playing at Morton now as well. Yep, so he's big uh, he's very proud of Jai, constantly posts pictures of that. The other thing I would say about Jose Katongo, absolutely loves a white suit. Really? Absolutely loves a white suit. Like sort of John Travolta night fever. Yeah. There some of them are absolutely horrific. So I kind of full house life vicariously through that. And as a result, do you know who's very easy to find as well? Bobby Petter. Yes. Bobby Petter. Bobby Petter is... He still lives in Glasgow, I believe. Yeah, he does. He's a fitness guy. If I go on uh, Jose Katongo's friend's suggestions... Right. Two that have come up so far, the two in a row, is Ziggy Gordon. Okay, yep. Of Thistle fame, and Bruno Aguirre, ex-Hearts. Uh-huh, yep, yep. And, oh, this is the one that we'll settle on. Shall I just add him and see if it works? Yes. I've just done it. Oh, I can't. Tried tried to add Marvin Andrews, <laughs> but uh, he's actually uh, Marvin has reached the friend limit. He oh, can't receive friend requests at the moment. Is is that a thing? Yeah, if you hit five thousand, and obviously Jesus has tons of friends. So Marvin yeah. Andrews must have <laughs> all the friends. So, yeah, yeah, Marvin Andrews could. And there, there we go, Bobby Petter. Well, add one of them. Pick one and add one. I'm just got- a- oh, Bobby Petter can't accept friend request either and also you know how you can type a slogan under your name yeah uh, he's put get better with Petter yeah <laughs> life's always better with Petter there we go Bar- Barry Douglas the, oh, the uh, guy in Poland Dundee United Dundee left Dundee back United, yeah I've just typed in Christian Calvinez uh, to see if I can find him yeah I can't uh, but I do he does have his own sports person page on uh, Does he? on Facebook, Let's yeah. Like that. Uh, how many likes do you think Christian Calvinez has on Facebook? Uh, like 20... bearing in mind that I think Ronaldo has 115 million. 28. Christian Calvinez 
has 12 likes on Facebook. <laughs> Let's make that 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there we are. 14 we've got. That's what we should all do. See if you're listening to this. Go on Facebook. Give Calvin as a like. Yes. And just creep him out. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I found his actual profile. Have you actually? Yeah. Oh, my God. Added. Yeah, let's add Christian Cal. Oh, God, I found him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to add him as well. <laughs> my, I mean, my, my Norwegian isn't great. No. But he got 157 likes for something. Did he? Yeah, on his uh, on the seventeenth of May. So I don't know what that was. <laughs> How far back are you scrolling? <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm a quick mover. Um, <laughs> yeah. So everyone who's listening to this, go on your Facebook, get your phone out just now, uh, type in Christian Calvinez, and if we all add Christian Calvinez on Facebook, then we can all be friends with him. <laughs> this is another layer that we've added. <laughs> This is creepy. Yeah, it is a bit creepy, but I love it. Yeah. And then next week when we do another Where Are They Now, we can add them as well. <laughs> and we can become friends with everyone. Oh, and we can all be friends. God. I love the idea when we started a podcast, we might go, oh, we might get successful. I never thought within week three we'd have a restraining order. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. escalated quite a lot. Yeah, it certainly has. It's not looking great. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. This is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. Uh, let's look ahead to the week. The games that are coming up. We'll start with a big European time for Celtic yeah. uh, they are playing Hapwell Bersheva great pronunciation Stephen uh, it certainly is and the only reason I know how to pronounce it is because I was with a guy yesterday who had worked in Palestine right oh, okay and he we got talking about this game and uh, I said oh they've got an amazing home record Hapwell Bersheva and he was like ah, do you know why they've got an amazing home record and I went no and he said, well, it's right on the Gaza Strip, so you've got a chance of being mortar attacked. <laughs> so nobody wants to play Beersheva. So technically, Airdrie should have an amazing yeah. home record. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he was like, I mean, that's one of the main places that gets, you know, rocket attacked. Like over, like with all the troubles across there. Lee Griffiths will be absolutely fine because he's an absolute rocket. Yeah. So he will be <laughs> yeah, loving exactly. that. Yeah, lock up your women of Israel as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is the big game. What are you thinking? You think Celtic will be uh, happy with that draw? Do you think, obviously, the, the, the home legs, uh, the, the home legs first up, yeah. they'll play Parkhead first, then they go away across there. Uh, but what are you thinking about the time? I think, I think they'll do all right. I, I think ideally. You'd obviously want the away leg first. Or Celtic, Celtic against Dundalk could have been an excellent draw. Stephen yes. Kenny making his long-awaited return to Scottish football. But if you look at the other half of the draw, you had teams like, uh, obviously Celtic couldn't play them, uh, but teams like Ajax, City, Dinamo Zagreb, Borussia, Mönchengladbach, Stoibruk, yeah. FC Copenhagen. So yeah, you want, you want to avoid them. Yeah, yeah so, so essentially, though, they need a win. Mm-hmm. They need a win at home if you're taken away to... To, the Gaza Strip. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm sure there's some sort of uh, Rangers joke in there with a Gaza Strip. Um, yeah, or uh, recent front page headlines. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so uh, that is during the week. Uh, so hopefully Celtic can also, get a decent result. Yeah, there. we've also got the Iron Brew Cup, which is where a lot of the kind of Scottish teams are playing, uh, Premier League teams are playing under twenties teams. I'm not a fan of this no. at all. I'm not a fan. We uh, beat Clyde in the last round five one, so I love it. You, the thing that annoyed me most about this is that the Welsh and Irish teams that have been invited aren't coming in yeah, for another couple of rounds yeah. so th- that suggests that they're like some sort of big draw like <laughs> they're not yeah. they're uh, absolutely not they're speak just... for yourself I think a lot of people have waited for that long awaited return of TNS yeah, so. yeah I actually thought the Challenge Cup worked quite well yeah like, it, it, I don't think it was... It was one of the tournaments that didn't really need changing. And it was really amusing when Rangers had the biggest budget and couldn't win it. Yeah. That was always really amusing. Like, yeah. You lost to Brecon. Yeah. And, and Ray Throbers <laughs> and Alloa. Oh, 
I remember the final. Was it Rithro? Was they lost in the final? Yeah, John Bear scored. Yeah. Road. yeah, yeah. So that was a couple of seasons. Obviously, they won it last season. Uh, beat Peter Head. Yeah. Uh, so that we've got those matches during the week as well. Look at the next weekend. Friday night football. First yeah. one of the season. Dundee versus Hamilton. There we go. What do you think, Friday night football? You a fan? I'm a fan. I think it's great. It's, as long as you your team and it's doable. We played Hamilton a couple of times, but Friday night football. Dundee Hamilton is competing with Man U Southampton. It's right. on at the same time. Okay. Because Premierships are playing. Uh, yeah. On Friday night for the first Rachel time. Rachel Riley presenting, that, I believe. Is she? Yes, she is. She's oh. made the switch over from Countdown. <laughs> it's good for fans as well, especially yeah. if you can fit to the work. Because sometimes having a Saturday, it keeps everyone happy. If the misses and things like yeah. that, saying that right, I'm get out of the system. Let's go to IKEA on the Saturday. Plus, it, I often find if you go out and have a few drinks after the football on a Saturday, you're often dying on the Sunday, yes. <laughs> and then you're going straight back to work on the Monday, which yeah, or, is depressing. Or but it could be even worse. You could be out on the Saturday, have a few drinks, go to a wedding reception, come in and record a football podcast. Yeah, on I mean, I mean, who would do that? <laughs> <laughs> who would do that? That was that was a really bad idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, on to the Saturday matches uh, in the Premiership. You've got Celtic at St Johnson at the early kickoff. Yeah. Obviously, on the back of that European performance, so we'll see what sort of team they put out there. Uh, Aberdeen at home to Partick. Can your unbeaten streak go on? I mean, I know yeah. you've got to the League Cup, but we're well, it will because statistically, Aberdeen will draw now. Now, so yes, yes, that's they will. a point that'll do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hearts versus Inverness. Uh, Rangers are at home to Motherwell. Motherwell have had a bit of a shocking start to the season mm-hmm. as well. They've had a bit of a nightmare. Uh, and Ross County and Kelly yep. uh, as well. So, so County Kelly is an interesting one because County finally got the first win playing against. Uh, yeah. ICT at the weekend which incidentally sounds like a place in Ireland as well yeah it <laughs> does I'm from County Kelly <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liam Boyce who is another receding ginger getting a hat trick yep mm-hmm. and there's a bit of controversy I've not seen the incident yet I've read about it when the ref blows for a foul for an Inverness tackle and then Inverness have to score straight away oh, and he gives a goal oh, so okay. obviously that'll be out in sports scene tonight we're, we're obviously recording Sunday afternoon so we haven't seen it so it'll be good to see that so Ross County good win for them Kelly Three points there. I think a bit of momentum will be important for both those teams. So that could be a big game this weekend. And when you go into the kind of um, the championship and further down, game sticks out. Hibs away at St Mirren. St Mirren should have started better, in my opinion. Yeah, they've had a bit. Three one to Wraith yesterday. Yeah, that was a bit of a doing yesterday uh, for St Mirren. So they've not had a great start to the season at all. And they were definitely one of the ones who were fancied, Mm -hmm. uh, certainly for a playoff position. But again, it's early days, so you 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 never know. Uh, They've got David Clarkson and John Sutton up front, which is uh, strikes pacey front line to me. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Hutton playing through balls to no one. (laughs) Poor guy. No, I mean they're both two decent players, but you know they're they're not going to cheat. And then you've also got Dundee United need a win against Ayr. Ayr oh, at home, you'd put them down for three points. They need the one point from the first two games from games that you would think are winnable. Dundee United need to get three points. And it comes to the biggie, Stephen. The biggie one. The big one. Dunfermline versus Wraith Rovers at Starks Park. It's going to be a big crowd. For the key to the kingdom of Fife. For the key to the kingdom. Um, we generally have quite a good record uh, against Wraith Rovers. Um, we certainly have a better record against Wraith Rovers than we do against Falkirk because we generally get pumped from Falkirk every time we play them <laughs> um, which is not much fun at all but yeah so Wraith Rovers big game they've started the season well we've had a not bad 1-1 lost one uh, but when I think of Wraith Rovers uh, games against Dunfermline it just takes me back to 2011 and it was a match uh, was it 2011 it was 2011 and it was Martin Hardy who scored big a free kick Big Mad Mental Martin Hardy, you know him well from his party thistle time. Do you know his nickname was Big Rubber Face? That's <laughs> what folk he said. I mean, I would never, I might I might edit that out, yeah. I'll bleep that out. <laughs> I think it's worse if you say his nickname was Big Beep Beep. Yeah. <laughs> 
he follows me on Twitter. Does he? Yeah, he does. So he, he might be listening to us. Think so, he's on Facebook? Uh, probably. Yeah, Martin, if you're listening to us, just sorry about the last thirty <laughs> seconds of conversation. <laughs> but I was going to tell you about uh, a free kick that he scored, and it spawned an internet sensation in Dunfermline. Yes, uh, which was one of the greatest phrases you'll ever hear at a football match. Get him back, Get him back. That's never ten years. That's the thickest Fife accent I think I've ever heard. I mean, when I go back home and I'm with my mum and my dad and all the rest there, I sort of fall back into a, a Fifer accent. Okay. I've got sort of this uh, mid Atlantic twang now, obviously, that I've got. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, this is. Get them back, Nev! Get them back! That's never ten years! Years! Years, <laughs> years is the best part. Years is tremendous, but yeah, that's. Uh, and the follow up of that was. He scored. He did. Yeah, he wrapped in the top corner. And did the guy shout anything after that? Well, uh, it was <laughs> incomprehensible. <laughs> There's actually a wee bit. I, w- I, I wish I had the longer clip. He says, "Get them back, ref. Get them back, ref. That's never ten yards." And then he sort of murmurs to himself. He's like, ah, "I'll be dropping in the right top corner. <laughs> put in the top corner, eh?" <laughs> okay, but just very quietly. But I've watched this video so many times. I know every part of it. I put in the right top corner, eh? And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's the big game on Saturday in the Championship, I would say. And for League, uh, for league One, uh, unbeaten Alloa at home to East Fife have made a good start as well. Yep, they won yesterday. Yep. yep. And Edinburgh City, oh, League Two, essentially the potential relegation derby. A huge six-pointer and it's still only August. Yep. Cowdenbeath at home against Edinburgh City. Wow. I mean, that is a relegation decider yeah. already. I mean, whoever loses that is curtains. It's, it's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. They might as well just give up. Yeah, I know. Go into administration. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was chat of a team going into administration. Yeah, Scottish team going in, yep. Lots so. of speculation, so... But they said it was a premiership team, didn't yeah. they? But there was nothing really, really came Nothing really. One of uh, five teams said they would be close to thing. But yeah. then it is the start of the school schedule, so they might just be doing an intermediate two in administration. <laughs> they might have just picked it up really badly, so we yeah. don't know. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Uh, but yeah, lots of uh, big games across the coming week, uh, and we'll be across them next week as well. We'll have another podcast. Listen, if you're sitting there thinking, uh, God, there's a really exciting thing uh, that's happening at uh, Montrose this season. <laughs> if you're that person, then please do get in touch and tell yep. us and we can talk about it and we can dissect it. Yeah, because uh, as Stephen said, we had four million listeners last week. Yeah. We can spread the world. Exactly. So four million last week, uh, eight million this week, hopefully. This is going to be a belter. Yep. Uh, and then, Very big in Norway for Christian Calvin is. Absolutely. Like Brand Bergen. That, that's, that's our core demographic. Yep. Yeah, sort of Norwegians. I've, I've gigged in Bergen. You've gigged in Bergen. I've gigged in Bergen. I can't believe we've got to nearly the end of the podcast (laughs) and you've said you've gigged in Bergen. I've gigged in Bergen. I tweeted Robbie Winters asking for advice and he just put wore a jacket. (laughs) That was all it was. Well, I mean, that's probably quite a good advice. It was was actually snowing and I only had trainers. Was was it nice? It's a beautiful place, man. Uh, The gig was was amazing because they don't speak English as their first language. So every joke you tell, there's a pause and you think, oh, I'm dying. And then they laugh. (laughs) It's amazing. So you shit yourself every joke. (laughs) (laughs) What's it like doing uh, comedy abroad, like in foreign countries? Is it like that everywhere? Because I know you've gigged in other places. Yeah, it depends. It depends. it depends where you are. So I've done a few. I'm going to Croatia tomorrow, so I've got to get in Croatia on Tuesday, right. uh, which would be nice. So I'm going to kind of go pretend I'm Dado Purcell's love child from Scotland yeah. <laughs> and see if they'll believe me. Uh, but uh, Norway, yeah, it's cool. It's, it depends where you are. So I've done Australia quite a lot. And then, but yeah, but done, that's, that's, they speak English. Yeah, so. and when I gigged in uh, Asia this year, so I did a few on the way back from Australia and the one in Singapore because they're very direct and then I said my age so I look a lot older than I am I'm, uh, I'm 27 I'm 28 next month 
and I said I'm 27 and in the heckle I got absolutely brutal genuinely concerned they went are you terminal <laughs> <laughs> so the Oh so, my god. So there's dangers of gigging overseas. God, those, uh, those those Singaporeans <laughs> show no mercy. <laughs> god, that is brutal. Yeah. Yep. So oh well let us know how you get on next week in Croatia as well. Yep. I'm sure we can speak about that. Uh, doing gigs abroad. But for this week, uh, we're just about out of time. But thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Obviously, there's more on Twitter at Comedy Ray and at Stephen Mill as well. And obviously their own forum on pinebovel.com. Sub forum, you'll find it under Soccer FM. Get in touch there. Uh, remember to look out for Solde America. And it's goodbye from myself and Ray. Thank you very much, Ray. Thank you. Don't forget to add Christian Calvinese on Facebook to add to our ever-expanding police record. Absolutely. This has been Soccer FM. Good luck to all your teams this week, and we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.